we interrupt your regular scheduled program to bring you an emergency episode. We are the Film Obsessed Couple. I am Shelly. And I'm Scott. <laughs> and yes, we are here with an emergency episode and you already know what it is because it says it right there that when you clicked on it, it says more BS. The last time we had an emergency episode, it was because it was a really good movie that we wanted to watch. Yes, we did the Batman. Mm-hmm. And we're doing another comic book movie now today. Yeah, I guess so. this, this would be it. But it's going to go on the other side. Yes. We were like, this film is very hated. It's getting a lot of hate. Yes. We want to see what it's all about. Mm-hmm. So we wanted, that's, I, I wanted to watch it and be like, what's the hype all about? Why is this movie so bad? Yes. Yeah, why is everyone talking about it? I did not like it. You said you didn't think it was as bad as everyone was making it out to be. Yeah. You know, but I am not a huge, like, comic book what part of comics is this? Marvel? Yes, Marvel. Okay, great. <laughs> I was going to say that and then I'm like, I don't want to seem stupid. I'm not a big, I mean, I'm, I'm a big Marvel fan, but I'm not one that follows everything and that gets super invested. Yeah. And I think people that are truly invested in Marvel and know the ins and outs and have read the comic books... I can totally understand why you don't like this movie. Yes. I don't follow them as much as I did when I was younger. I did read Thor. When the new trailer for Thor came out, people were like, oh my gosh, that run in the comics is so great. Hopefully they do it justice. So I was like, oh, well, I'll pick it up. There's a what they call an omnibus where there's just a gigantic collection. Instead of buying like single issues or maybe like a 20-issue graphic novel like I've got over here. Mm-hmm. I bought it digitally, so I don't have to have that much paper in my house where it's like, because it would be like huge right, right. and a pain to read too. And it was, it is amazing. It's an amazing, amazing run. And then we just actually did watch Thor Love and Thunder, and I really didn't care for it that much it, because the main reason was, is that they really didn't do justice to the villain. The villain in that comic book run mm. was amazing. Mm-hmm. Gore, the God Butcher. Right. Did I cry? Yes. Yes, I did. Because yeah. at the beginning... So spoilers for Thor. I'm yeah. sure people have seen it now. If, if you have not seen Thor and you don't want a spoiler, please just skip ahead. Yes. Yeah, so at the beginning of Thor, I told Shelly, who cries usually at very sad or emotional things in movies, I was yes. like, oh, knowing, you know, reading that run on Thor, I knew that Natalie Portman's character was going to die. I thought I spoiled that for you and you were like, well, okay, <laughs> well, here we go. I said, hon, I bet you're going to cry at the end of this. And you're like, oh yeah, Natalie Portman dies. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell? Because like, I said Natalie Portman. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I didn't say your name. Well, you said the Thor's lady or whatever. Yeah, I did. And I was like, I was shocked because I was like, boy, if I didn't know that, I would have been kind of frustrated. But I was like, I was just shocked that you just out and said it. I did. I was just all like, yeah. You know, just one of the main characters dies. No big deal. Yeah. <laughs> I just figured you knew all about it anyway. Well, I did. I got you. That was funny. And after I said that and then you said, oh, my gosh, I'm glad I already know that. I was like, holy shit, I did. I just I just outed this whole movie. Yeah. And I felt really bad. But then I, I kind of had to let that go because you were fine. <laughs> Although, you know, if I didn't say I would have already said. You know, you're going to cry. That makes you think, you are. I already know what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. If you so. tell me I'm going to cry, I'm like, shit, either a dog's going to die or, you know, one of the love interests is going to die. I, I doubt he listens to it, but there is a guy that I used to work with back in the day at the theater named Ivan. Well, we called him Ivan. It's a so yeah. it's shortened version of his real name. 
and uh, or his fake last name, fake name, his last name, <laughs> his fake last name. <laughs> but he just would spoil everything. He's under protection right now. I don't know. He just added his name. <laughs> no, no, I don't think anyone would know. I, but yeah, he would spoil everything. Like I remember oh. watching him one time talking to my friend Andrew, and Andrew's like, "I don't want to hear it." And he'd be like, "So the guy goes, and he's like, stop into the warehouse. Don't tell me." And he's like, and get shot. And he's like, "The fuck is wrong?" Like son of a bitch. Yeah, he's like you. I told you, like, as you kept talking, like, I didn't want to hear another word, and you just kept going. Oh, that's frustrating. So every time somebody spoils something, I accidentally spoiled something about The Boys, the TV show, before mm-hmm. Andrew started watching it. And I was like, spoiler for The Boys, I'm a, I'm the Ivan in this episode. I was like, oh, yeah, the show starts off with the main character's girl getting killed by a superhero. And people were like, and, and my friend Andrew was like, you are, you're trying to be the new Ivan. My God, I can't believe you would spoil that. <laughs> I was like, it's the one of the first things that happens. Oh, gosh. Well, an update. Just a, I know we've kind of gotten into it, but an update. A couple episodes ago, we talked about how we went to New York and we came back with COVID. I feel like we're doing better. I hope we sound better. I didn't realize how bad we sounded until it was the Estelle episode. Yeah. I think that I, was the first one we did after. Yeah. I, I re-listened to that and I'm like, holy hell, we are... We sound a little rough, but it was still a really good episode. I'm still pretty proud of that episode. Our next celebrity spotlight, Rue McClanahan. Fuck. Fuck me. Why did I do that? I don't know. I don't know how that's going to go. I'm still trying to figure out what direction I want to go, whether I just want to sum it all up and talk about her acting career or if I want to dive into her sex life. Because some of it's pretty interesting, but some of it it's just kind of like... Jesus. Right, just quite a bit. So, yeah, we're talking about Morbius here, and we can kind of go over and start off with the cast. We've got, of course, Jared Leto uh, as Michael Morbius, the main character. Yeah. Psycho, he is, I I don't like him at all as a person. He comes off very creepy. He has, like, a cult I told you about, or where, like, people that liked his band could pay to come to, like, an island that he was on on or staying at and he would like visit them like he was jesus like walk among them like oh hey everybody hi he kind of creeps me out i think if you're an actor you kind of like to be in the spotlight a little bit some of them yeah there are some that don't that just kind of have like this alter ego because i think a lot of musicians are like that too they're just like on stage i'm like this completely different person but real life recluse yeah i'm not a huge fan of his music either i mean they were big um in the early 2000s because of that one album they did, I and I never really followed them. 30 Seconds to Mars. Have I heard it? Probably. I mean, they had a huge hit in the early 2000s. A few huge hits. So kind of for some backstory about Jared Leto, he got a reputation for being like a very intense method actor. He would basically method acting for people who don't really follow up on crazy actors like that is basically like living your life like you are this person. Mm-hmm. Like Daniel Day-Lewis, he's most well-known for doing method acting. He did My Left Foot. He played a character. I forget what, what the character in the movie had, but basically he, he was in a wheelchair confined and he couldn't, he could only move his foot. So Daniel Day-Lewis was, is, does that. He doesn't break character when he's on set. You know, he pretends like he is this character. I think he even got pneumonia when he filmed Gangs of New York, which takes place in like the 1800s. Uh, he refused to wear like jackets. And it was like freezing cold in the time they were filming it. They were like, please put a jacket on. And he's all like, no, no, I don't wear, no, I'm not wearing a jacket. Wow. 
So, yeah, and then Jared Little does the same. He did a movie called Chapter 47, I think it was. Chapter 27, mm. where he played the murderer of John Lennon, which oh. when we were in New York, we drove by that place right? where John Lennon was killed. He gained a ton of weight to play Mark David Chapman, who was himself an overweight man, mm. and got gout for doing it. Oof. Like, yeah, and and in this movie, it keeps going. He, when he was portraying the sickly version of Dr. Morbius, he would refuse to not use his crutches. So he would get everywhere around his crutches. And every time he had to go to the bathroom, it, the trivia says that he, it was like, it would take him like 47 minutes to an hour to go to the bathroom. Oh my God. So the crew got him in a wheelchair and would take him to the bathroom. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so that's method acting for you. Holy hell, that's annoying. Yeah, and that's Daniel Day-Lewis on My Left Foot. The crew hated him because they had to bathe him. They oh, had to take my. him to the bathroom. He refused to get out of character. So there's extremes. There are there are some big extremes. And Jared Leto has a reputation for being a freak, like a freak method actor. You know, like I told you for Suicide Squad when he played the Joker – he gave all, supposedly, he's come out and said it's not as bad as it was reported, but he gave his co-stars gifts to, because he's the Joker. Mm. He sent him, like, from what I remember, like a dead pig or something, gave Margot Robbie like a rat. He said something about Sup possible used condoms. Supposedly, Viola Davis, he sent her used condoms, yes. And he was like, I didn't do that. But, yes, very crazy. Hmm. Although, when he is Michael Morbius in this movie, he did say that he didn't feel like he needed to do method acting because he felt like he was he was already pretty much like the character himself. Oh, wow. Which, I take that to mean lazy. He's a little stuck on himself, maybe. It, yeah, he's very, very crazy. So, um, playing Lucian slash Milo is Matt Smith. Mm -hmm. He is best known for, well, now, he was best known for playing the Doctor Who in seasons of Doctor Who, or the Doctor in Doctor Who, I should say. But he's also breaking out now. He was in the new Game of Thrones show, House of the Dragon. Yes. And he was in um, Last Night in Soho. Oh, okay. We did that episode, yeah. Yeah. Adria Ariona, I'm assuming. I don't know. I haven't really seen her in much. She plays the love interest. Oh. Uh, Jared Harris, he's been in a million different things, plays their kind of surrogate father, Dr. Emil Nicholas, their their dad figure kind of. Mm -hmm. uh, Tyrese, he plays a detective in here, Simon Stroud. He has a fake arm, apparently, which is not in this movie. That's another thing to point out. This movie was cut to ribbons. Like this movie oh. used to keep, used to have like a bunch of references to Spider-Man in it. Mm. They cut that out. This, yeah, they they slashed this movie. So wow. I'm sure his arm came back in a big way. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he was saving kids from like a falling building or something, <laughs> and his arm was like. <laughs> um, and just two more here. I'll do Al Madrigal is a comedian. He plays the other detective, and Michael Keaton as the vulture. Mm -hmm. So. They, you said at the end of this movie, you were confused, kind of how the universes are working. Yes. So Michael Keaton, though, I'll I'll kind of do a brief explanation and then we can get into the movie. But the way that they're kind of doing it now with Marvel is, yes, they have other universes, which in the comics they do this all the time. You've got basically, I've got a whiteboard over here. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm... <laughs> no. school me. They basically got the main Marvel universe. Mm -hmm. And then over here, they've got different universes. So whatever this Morbius universe is, is like separate. It's over here. And so it's its own 
entity. I yeah, guess. pretty okay. much. And now with what happened in the last Spider-Man movie, they're kind of going in between. Oh. When Doctor Str- the Doctor Strange like created that portal, all these people were coming through because Spider-Man, you know, fucked up that spell or whatever. Um, I guess when that happened, Vulture from the main Spider-Man universe, the Marvel universe, somehow went over to the Morbius Venom universe, mm-hmm. and now he's there. So each character kind of has their own universe then, and sometimes they kind of go in between? Well, each character, well, so like in Marvel, that's all the movies. Like the Marvel, oh, okay. u- that's so what they call them. a bunch of different. Yeah, okay. and in this Morbius universe, I keep saying Morbius because that's just the movie we're talking about. Mm. We've got Venom. We've got... Um, oh, so different kind of characters. They group the characters with the universe. Yeah, and they kind of just put it wherever they want. We have not seen Spider-Man in the Venom Morbius universe yet. Mm. That's because I think Sony doesn't have like a, an actor or maybe they can't get... They kind of wanted the kid playing Spider-Man now to play him, I think. Okay. But I don't know if they can get that. It's it's weird. It all goes back to like who owns it. Like I think Sony still owns the name Spider-Man. Oh, wow. So they were kind of loaning it out to Marvel. So it's Pol- a real mess. Politics. Yes. Um, and DC is kind of doing that too. You've got your DC universe where all the movies have been so far. Mm-hmm. And then this new Batman movie with Robert Pattinson, they said that that is its own kind of separate universe. It's probably good. Yeah. So we've got the DC universe, which sucks. And we've got the Batman universe, which is great, <laughs> which I liked. You should listen to our Batman episode. Yes, I did not like it. I haven't really liked anything that DC has put out for movies like Man of Steel. Definitely not Suicide Squad. Definitely not this Justice League. Yes, which so. there was a very lovely comment on Twitter from someone that said that you did the Riddler oh, yes. impression very well. So if you haven't listened to our our Batman episode, you should you should do that and let us know what you think. And that's actually my friend Gunner. So shout out to you, Gunner, if you're listening to this. You're you're awesome. Thanks, Gunner. Love you, man. You're our best fan so far. Yeah, Shelly was like, oh, we've got a fan. <laughs> Shouted us out. And I was like, oh, that's my friend Gunner. I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> and I was like, he's still a fan. She thought, that Shelly thought that we had got some like person that wasn't even related to us somehow as a fan. And I was like, I hate to burst your bubble, but that's my that's a good friend, Gunner. He's a really great guy. No offense, Gunner. You're awesome. Oh, you're, you've been very supportive. You just thought we were reaching out. Yeah, I just thought we were sprouting out. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yes, we're doing it. And then I'm like, ah. The name, his Twitter handle, I won't shout it out, but it sounded like his name. And I'm like, hmm. He's like, can you click on that? Yeah. Can you I, open it up? And I, I saw his picture. And then <laughs> he told me, I was like, okay, that's okay. So, okay, well, we might as well just get into this movie here. Yeah, yeah. So Morbius is a Spider-Man villain in the comics. I don't really, I didn't really read anything with him in it growing up. I just knew him from the Spider-Man TV show that was in the '90s. He is a living vampire. They in the show they really were restricted on what they could show. So he he drank plasma. He didn't drink blood. Mm. And the way he did that is he basically just kind of like put his hands on people and I guess absorbed the plasma. Oh, would they, they be okay? I don't know. After you, I mean, you kind of need plasma, I think. I think, you know, they were kind of playing it as if the blood was being drawn from the person. They were all like shriveled up and stuff. But oh, they, okay. So they would die. Uh, I don't know if the person would die because the show was limited on what they could do. Like they couldn't show people shooting guns. So they everybody had like kind of a Star Wars blaster type thing. <laughs> Didn't really make sense. Uh, they couldn't show blood. And yeah, it was... It was crazy. Hmm. So, but yes, Morbius, he is Greek, which is why he's in Greece at the beginning of this movie as a kid. Which looks beautiful. 
Yes, I, I wonder if that, that was really f- Greece. Yeah, I don't know if they filmed it in Greece, but... So yeah, the character is Greece. I don't know. They didn't film the New York. I found out that they didn't film in New York at all, from what I understand. Mm. The scenes where they're walking around New York was in London. The scene where they're in the um, subway is definitely in London. It's the tube from London. Yeah, it does not... We know for sure because we've been in the New York subway. Yeah. And it is not that clean. Which is so funny now to pick up on that we've been there because I've been like... You know, before I just would have been like, oh, well, that's a subway yeah. in New York, I mm-hmm. guess. But now I'm like, hmm, the ground, it's its white. Like the tile <laughs> was white. The ground was white. Like none of that looked good. It all looked like, I hate to say this about New York, but it all looked dirty. It was like, it was layers and layers of dirt. Yeah. Which is, you got people walking by and everything. And which of is, course. Yeah, it's totally understandable. I'm not saying New York is like, ugh, dirty and gross. But yeah. I, there's no way you could clean that. No, no, it, it it was just funny, which I watched a video the other day on Reddit. I don't know how old it is, but these two guys were fighting in the um, subway in New York. Mm. And the other dude, like, knocked a dude into the subway tracks. Yeah. And he, he was a good dude. He, he immediately, like, picked this dude up, like, helped him out. But, yeah, I was like, ooh, don't touch the ground. Don't touch the ground. <laughs> so we start with, you know, Morbius, the title, and he is a doctor. He's going to like this cave and the title of this cave I can't I don't didn't write it down in Spanish but I did see the translation as Hill of the Dead. So he has some blood disease. I don't know if it's real or if a real disease that they picked out. Go knowing this movie, I'd have to say they probably just made it up. They're like what did, researching a real blood disease. We don't have time for that. But Morbius is like this real sick dude and they go to this cave, this helicopter lands, and the, the guy's like, uh, do you need a doctor? And I'm like, you didn't see him when he got on the helicopter? He's like, he's just noticing how deadly ill this guy is? Yeah, and you would think that he would know beforehand because he probably paid them a lot of money. Yeah. Because they, they were already like the pilot of the helicopter was just like, we're going to get the fuck out of here before it gets dark. Right. So they already knew this was a dangerous place. Yeah, because he's like, oh, vampire bats, they will eat anything with blood in it or whatnot. And then he's, he does the whole, like, slicing his hand open, which, haven't you said before you have a real problem with that? Yeah. I don't... Well, one, it makes me cringe every time because yeah. it's just such a sensitive part of yeah. your body. I just... And there's just a lot of nerves and stuff in there. You just don't want to do that for fun. Yeah. I mean, prick your finger. You get blood from that too. Just just a little prick on your finger. I know. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of weird. A question I do have is that there was like this contraption that he, like when he held up his hand, it was almost like a, um like maybe some kind of security so they didn't exit the, well, what it the, looks like, like the beams and yeah, stuff. What it looks like to me, I, I thought it looked like beams as well, but I think they set up like a plastic things that hang down like you're going into a walk-in freezer these kind of set up like a door that has like the plat you know like the plastic because he just puts his hand through it i can't imagine that they were like beams or whatnot it looked because i looked when he put his hand through it it looks like they separated as he put his hand in why it's plastic what is that going to protect him from i have no idea i just thought that setup was weird like i didn't there was no reason for it to be there yeah it wasn't explained no, I like most of this movie, it is not explained. And it just made me confused. Yeah, so he does that and all the vampire bats come out. The pilot and everybody else are like, oh my god, get on the fucking plane. And mm-hmm. if he's like, they're going to eat everything or they, they are attracted to blood, why the fuck would you do this? I figured they would probably kill you and everybody. Yeah. 
if there is he, he keeps making them out to be like piranhas <laughs> like that yeah this part now that i think of it is just kind of weird yeah very strange so he does that and now we cut back to them being kids and this only happens once in the movie but the movie what they call it, it's a cut it's an editing technique called irising in where it's like a black screen starts with like a little circle and goes till the whole screen is filmed mm-hmm. or present why so it, it expands out yeah it yeah. was so jarring to see that like star wars does weird ass shit like that a lot like the old cartoons kind of did that yeah it's like what does it have to do with this like bugs bunny and stuff i remember that and i was like oh well they're gonna be doing that through the whole thing no just this time but we get to meet the kids uh, morbius is a little kid he's in greece they're apparently in like a good medical hospital or something and he meets this kid that comes in new kid to the hospital named lucian young Matt Smith. Which I found weird. Okay, so Lucian, I would spell, and I'm a horrible speller, so take that with a grain of salt, L-U-S-H-I-O-N. However, the way they spelled it on the cast is L-O-X-I-A-S. Yeah, so I think that's a nod to the character. The In the comic books, that's how it's spelled. Mm. I would have spelled it L-U-C-I-E-N, Lucian, which I think is how they normally spell it. Uh, okay, yeah, that's... But his character's name in the comic books is something similar, but that is how it is spelled in the comics. So I guess that's where they're going from. That stuff bothers me. Yeah. So this kid Milo has a similar blood disease or something. They never explain what that is. Yeah. But he's like, oh, hi, my name's Lucian. And young Morbius is like, no, your name's Milo. I'm going to call you Milo. And he's like, why? He's like, it's not my name. He's like, well, you're the fourth Milo that's been here. The Milo, There was a Milo before you and before that and before that, so I'll call you Milo. Mm, thanks. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they kind of get to know each other. This I don't know why, for any reason, he calls this guy Milo. Maybe they didn't think American people would could pronounce Lucian. <laughs> They're like, no one's going to know how to say Lucian. Call him Milo. Not if you look up the spelling. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to pronounce it, but in the movie, yeah. Yeah, so they're, like, hooked up to these, like, dialysis machines, and Milo immediately just, like, passes out because his, like, starts breaking or something. Mm -hmm. And Morbius fixes it with, like, a ballpoint pen. I think he gets in there and he, like, puts that in. Which, okay, I get it. That's to show that he's super smart. Yes. But it's also very weird. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I thought that was just, no kid's going to just know how to do that. And maybe because he's been in this hospital he's done a lot of reading and yeah and tinkered with stuff and he knows how to do that it i don't know yeah like you said it's only in the movie just to show how smart he is but uh we meet jared harris their their surrogate father he's like a doctor at this facility and that's when he tells morbius where he's like "Ooh, the smartest man in the world created this machine and it took you a second to fix it he's like you know there is a school in america where they can you know, they, they can they take only the brightest kids, and I think I can get you a full ride, baby. <laughs> um, the trivia, he says that there is a special school for gifted kids in New York. The trivia says that's supposedly a nod to the X-Men. I have no idea if that's true or not, but oh. Morbius is like, sounds good to me. Fuck Milo, I'm out of here. Yeah, we just are like best friends, but I'm leaving his ass. He's like, to be honest, I've only known this guy for like a day. at most so i'm good so he says goodbye to milo and says they have this saying or something where they're like they're spartans one against all or something like that they keep repeating it throughout the movie but um morbius gives him like a little uh a love note it's a a love note but it's uh origami it's Mm. like shaped like something i don't remember yeah i think it was just like a 
some kind of bird or something. Yeah, he has this thing where he gives people origami figures throughout the movie. So he's gone, and then we stay with Milo for just a second. His little origami bird flies out the window. And Morbius had told him, he was like, you don't want to go outside because of all these bullies. Mm -hmm. And there's like all these kids standing out a window like, you have a blood disorder. Yeah, look at me. I can't walk. You know, (laughs) they're just kind of, I mean, I I could see at the time, probably when this was that, yeah, there's probably going to be a lot of bullies. I couldn't see somebody being that mean. I mean, maybe as kids, but they're like, you're dying. (laughs) Uh, That's. Yeah. So, yeah, it flies. The letter flies out the window down to the bullies who get it. And Milo somehow gets down there real very quickly and is like, give me my letter back. And he takes his crutch and smashes the shit out of the kid with the letter. Mm-hmm. And he just like keeps hitting this dude until Jared Harris breaks it up. Which kind of makes sense later. That kind of, I guess that kind of opens up that he's maybe a violent person. Yes. That's only to set up that he is going to be the villain later. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And so I did, I did not get that at the beginning. I oh, really? Just now at this moment, just got that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, you're like, oh, this kid's got violent tendencies. I hope that doesn't come back to play. <laughs> so we cut to, I'm assuming, present day Morbius is now Jared Leto. The thing I thought was so funny about his design is now he's on crutches. He can barely walk. Mm. His head is perfect. Like they didn't do anything to his face, like shrink it, you know, or take any of the weight. But they took all the weight off of his like his torso, and it's got all these like bruises and lesions and stuff. His hair is beautiful though. Mm-hmm. He's got like really long dark black hair, and it's beautiful. It's not like thinning or or coming out. Things that would happen if you're malnourished. Yes, you know, which is what they're portraying him to be. Yeah, I just thought it was so funny that they were like, "Well, we don't want to take the time to edit his face, so he can keep all the weight that he has on his face, and it looks like his head is just on a little stick body." I didn't think it looked horrible, but actually, I didn't get the hair thing until you just said it, and I'm yeah. just like, "You're right, yeah," because <laughs> if you're not getting the nutrients, you know, it kind of goes everywhere. Yeah, he's just like, "I take great pride in my hair." <laughs> I first. It took me years to develop a special serum that would keep my hair beautiful. <laughs> I should have been developing a blood disorder cure, but no. Man, if he has that, I'd like to try it. <laughs> so we cut that Morbius is in Sweden. They say he is accepting the Nobel Peace Prize. Uh, he has developed artificial blood. Mm-hmm. So it saved millions of people. You know, I guess they don't have to worry about blood donations anymore. This artificial blood is just the same, but, you know, uh, better. So he goes up to the podium of this Nobel Peace Prize ceremony, and he's like, <clears throat> and it cuts back to New York. He's like, yeah. er, cut. <laughs> and we later find out that he rejected it. He was like, no, thank you. Which, I don't know. Why? What does this have to do with anything? I don't know. I guess they're all like, oh, he's a bad boy, but... He has, like, this nice suit on. Why did he fly all the way to Sweden? I guess just to stick it to him. But, yeah, he's Free like, trip, man. they're like, Morbius, do you have anything to say? He's like, uh, cut. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not that important. But the the lady, Martine, his somewhat girlfriend, I guess, or just co-worker at first, she, you hear from her later. She's just like, Michael, why did you turn down the Nobel Peace Prize? And he's all like, oh, I'm just a bad boy, I guess. No, it is, oh, it's just how I live my life. I don't need no prizes for what i do i do it for the love (laughs) sure (laughs) but morbius is he's like a doctor and he's taking care of kids there's one little girl that's in it for just a minute and he doesn't 
doesn't really go back to her at all. Mm-mm. Maybe she had a bigger role in the other, but she apparently has a blood disorder as well or some similar disease that he is trying to cure. Um, but this is where we see in his laboratory, he's got like a um, a giant tube of bats. I'm assuming it's the ones that he took yeah. from Costa Rica or whatever. I don't know how that was possible. How do you get all those in the plane? Or the, uh, <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know. It was a big helicopter. Maybe they got a cargo space or something, but did he just like put the tube at the hole of the of the cave and just as like flew in? And he's like, all right, that's enough. Cap it up. There's a lot. Just kind of bag them up and put them in there. And I guess there's a ton of Pick out the dead in. ones that are there and then <laughs> put the live ones in there. And oh, shit. They Some of them died on the way here. Oh, that's what happens. Yeah, get, get them out. Get them out. They get like tongs. <laughs> Pick them up. <laughs> I mean, those poor bats. I mean, I know they're... They probably didn't use real bats, and it's, no. not, it's not a real thing, but that's how I view movies. I'm like, I'm in it. Yeah. I think we start, when we cut to New York, he's at his facility. He do, he is getting, like, treated or something, or his vitals are being checked. And I did make a note, because you always point it out, but he pulls his IV out. Mm-hmm. He's like, bleh! And he doesn't even make any sound. He's just like, meh. Yeah. And you always point that out to me when people do it. I just It just really annoys me, because it's... In a vein. It, it. Yeah. You're going to have blood. So we get some bullshit science where he says he's working, bats have some sort of anticoagulants and stuff, and he's trying to m- meld that with human DNA, and that'll somehow cure him. Science missing. All know. I heard was science, science, science. It's or like, science. <laughs> it's like that South Park thing where it's like, one, get bats. Two, <laughs> question mark. Three, solve the disease. <laughs> exactly yeah they could have really shortened this movie down (laughs) yes he injects this he it's funny the he has like a the board it's like a monitor and he like uh takes from a bat he puts like a heart like a heart or a liver of a bat in a tube and does the whirl thing with it and i guess it's like a solution now but he puts the solution into like this machine and it's like success (laughs) oh yeah it was like like, whoo thank god like like it combined successfully or something like that. Yeah. I forgot the exact words. But. So he's all like, okay, well, I'm going to inject this into a mouse here. And then the mouse just dies. Which, okay, he said that there this was like test 243 or something. Something like that, yeah. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, there's like a hundred vampire mice just running around. Because you probably <laughs> thought they died. Well, maybe. I, I was just imagining that those, they all died. So he's all like, god damn it. He just has a bunch. He has a bag of dead mice that he takes out to the trash at the end of the day. Yeah, not to spoil, you know, what happens to this yeah. mouse, but anyway. Well, yeah, this mouse dies, and then the little girl he's watching over starts to, like, flatline. Mm-hmm. And he, they do say he was like, give her uh, 30 milligrams. I don't know if that's, that's probably way too much, but so much of propofol, which is the stuff they use for surgeries. That's what Michael Jackson was using when it killed him. Oh, wow. Like, you, I was remember when his trial happened to that doctor, they were like, you have to administer it with an anesthesiologist. And Michael Jackson was using it to sleep. So um, Robin Williams had a joke where he's like, taking propofol to sleep is like shaving. It's like doing chemo because you don't like shaving your head. Oh. Meaning. So, but he's like, give this girl propofol. And I was like, oh, I recognize that name. Yeah. Um, Martine looks back and sees that the mouse is back up. It's like. Yeah. And she's like, holy fuck. Which they never come back to this mouse. I would like to see him flying at the end of the movie and the mouse is flying next to him. Mm-hmm. It's like him, him and his sidekick, you know. Do they, <laughs> they have to like euthanize him or something? 
you know? I don't know. Which is, that's not the mouse's fault that this was successful and then you just got to kill him off. That's rude. Yeah, he's like, you did this to me, man. Fuck you. So Morbius goes to visit Milo, who lives in like a really nice New York apartment. Yeah, he's like rich. I don't know how that came about. They never explained it. I'm assuming his family is rich or something. That's how they gave, got him to that place in Sweden, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. This plot line never comes back. He has a bunch of security guards, and Morbius is like, the fuck is all this about? And he's like, oh, I was playing in a high-stakes poker game, and the guy I beat didn't really care that I won, so I hired them just to be safe. Hmm. So I'm assuming he's playing with, like, the mafia or somebody else, but it never comes back. Yeah. You think that Morbius would have to take those guys down or something. Yeah, true. They could have done a lot with that, but again, that's questionable yeah so he he basically he's like can you come take a walk with me and actually probably the best part of this movie he's like let's take a walk and it smash cuts to them just barely limping along while everyone in new york is walking by them this may call me out as a person but i thought this was hilarious it's i think it's meant to be i thought it was probably the funniest because they're like uh uh uh, Matt Smith has a cane. He's like uses a walking cane, and and I, I don't mean any disrespect for well, no. differently able, you know, people out there. I yeah, mean, I respect you completely. It was just this part of the movie, the way they made it, was comical to me. Yes, like all these people are just barreling past them, and they're they're just having like a conversation where, you know, he's like, "Oh, I think I may have uh, figured out what's going on," and. He's like, that's great. We've all been dying for years. And, <laughs> you know, just, just... It was so weird. And it shows them sitting in a park, which if this was filmed in London, I guess maybe it's not. I thought it might have been Central Park, but I'm assuming it's a park in London now since they filmed there. Mm -hmm. So he basically just tells him that he thinks he's he may have solved it and he's going to be working on it some more. And he needs a ship off of international waters so, you know, he can do human experiments on himself. Mm-hmm. It's like the Simpsons episode where they go to international waters and there's like monkey fights because <laughs> it's like, I guess the, supposedly the law doesn't exist out there, but I don't know how true that really is. Yeah, that, I, I doubt. Yeah. So I guess Matt Smith pays for it all. He gets in this big ship and all these security guys, like these mercenaries, while he does his work. This made me laugh really hard because it was like his boat is like 13 miles off the coast of Long Island. I was mm. like, that's it? That's all you need to go? That's as far as you need to go to start doing illegal experiments? To be international? They I would think it'd be longer. I know. I you would think they could still see Long Island from there. <laughs> Maybe. They're like, oh, I see it over there. It looks like somebody's setting off fireworks, but we're still here <laughs> in international waters. So a little uh, little trivia here. The name of the boat is the Murnau. Um, mm. F.W. Murnau is a director who directed one of the first vampire movies, uh, Nosferatu. Back in, well, back in the day. Back in the, way back then. So it's a little kind of like, eh, you hey, get it? Vampire nudge, movie. Nudge. Uh, Jared Leto, when he calls for um, help later, he calls it the Murnau. He's oh. like, oh, we're on the ship, the WS Murnau. 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 Like, Couldn't be I'm bothered. I'm sorry, sir, are you Southern? <laughs> I didn't think you were, I thought you were from Greece, and now you're Southern? What the fuck's happening? Yeah. Maybe that's because he was trying to disguise his voice. Maybe so, yeah, because he jumps off the ship later. Mayday! Mayday! We're on ship Murdoch! <laughs> we need help now! So he, you know, is doing all this science and stuff. He makes another batch of serum. He makes her inject it into him, which is kind of shitty to me. 
Like, what if he dies? She's going to have to live with that for the rest of her yeah. life. <laughs> He's like, I don't want to commit suicide and go to hell. You have to do this to me. But I mean, honey, come on. If you're going to do something like that, you need a doctor to administer it. I guess because she does do it into the spine. This is serious shit, okay? <laughs> yeah, making him a vampire. <laughs> so I didn't really write it down exactly how it goes down, but she injects him. I think he dies and comes back and he is Morbius. He's got like his Morbius vampire face. And mm-hmm. uh, the the main mercenary guy comes in. He was in, I, I recognized him. He was in Hellboy. I don't know if you've okay. ever seen that movie, yeah. but he's the guy that gets hair plugs. And he's like, yeah, what, what do you think? And Hellboy's like, they look good. Good on you. Uh, but he comes in and he's like, he's being a real asshole to Martine, but yeah. she was like, oh, Morbius is over, and he's like not on the stretcher. And so they go into the little room where he was at, and they look, and they see that he's like on the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Maybe, not a bad shot. I thought that looked okay. Yeah, it did. And I think what she did next was pretty smart. Which was what? <laughs> she left the guy in there. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and she locked the door. I mean, you know, you got to think of yourself in those moments. Yeah, and for some reason, whenever he is in vampire form, he has, like, this smoke coming off of him. Yes, thank you! Yeah. I think I may have mentioned that during the movie, actually. Yeah, like, it changes colors later when he's wearing, like, a black trench coat that has, like, a purple lining. It's, like, purple coming off of him. I think I made a note about that later of a theory, so... Okay. And if I didn't, and I never mention it again, just forget you ever heard that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Once I get done editing this episode, if it never comes back, I'll just delete all this. But yeah, he kills the guard, and then security comes in and throws Martine to the ground. They're like, just get on the fucking ground, and throw her, and Morbius starts taking all the guys out. And this is how she gets knocked out. Because, yeah. I mean, she can't be alive during this. I mean, not alive, but can't, can't see be it. conscious yeah. during this. Um, I said these guards are really shitty at what they do because, like, they're in the hold of a ship, and they hear, like, a little sound, and they start shooting. Like, oh, my God. Bing! And, like, smoke's coming everywhere. I'm like, well, great, now you're fucking stranded. Yeah, and you see all the, um, pipes. You see all the pipes and everything, and yeah. they're, like, Steam's, like, coming out, yeah. yeah. Like, well, you hit the fuel tank. Oh, that's the radiator. I'm like, this fucking ship's gonna blow up. <laughs> I know. So he takes all these people out. He, I think he feeds on them, or I don't know if he... That's what they make it out to be. Yeah. I mean, it almost looks like he's in this uncontrolled version. But later in the movie, when he drinks from Martine, Matt Smith's like, you finally did it. So I'm just... A... Because he's like, I'll never drink blood. So um, he apparently just kills these guys and just turns back. I don't know. <laughs> but the funny thing is this, is when he does turn back to Jared Leto here, he just immediately takes his shirt off. He's like, oh, yeah. and he Hulk Hogan's it and rips it off his chest. Just to, And he looks in like the mirror and sees that he's got like a big six pack now. Mm-hmm. He's like, whoa. It was, it was weird. He comes back in and he sees Martine is like passed out on the ground. Uh, it's so funny because it just reminds me of Archer, how every time in that show somebody keeps getting knocked out, and they're like, you were out for a really long time. That's very bad for your brain. It's <laughs> very bad. You should probably get checked out. But this is where he calls for help. He's like, oh, it's the WSS Murnau. And like, did you mean Murnau? Like, no, no, no. Uh, he calls for help, and he's like, oh, deaths and stuff, and there's a lady on here that's alive. He's like, my day, my day. Yeah. Murnau. Murnau. Um, but I think he jumps off the ship here at the end. He's like, oh, see you, and jumps off, which doesn't make sense because if he's 13 miles off the coast of Long Island, 
like in that Lord of the Rings episode, it's going to be a long-ass swim back. He's a super, I was going to say superhero, he's not a superhero. He's got extra abilities. Yeah. He's differently abled. <laughs> in a different way. Jesus. So we get introduced to the police here. You got Tyrese and Al Madrigal. Uh, they see all the dead bodies and stuff. And because they've got to link it together to another movie, Al Madrigal's like, whoa, haven't seen something this bad since all that business in San Francisco. And I'm like. You're like, what's that? I'm like, oh, it's Venom. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I haven't seen it, but I heard it was bad. And I heard the second one was even worse. Oh, yeah, because they say all the bodies were drained of blood here. I have it in my notes. Hey! So he must have, yeah. He was really hungry. Yeah, My Milo, it shows him like watching TV and sees the news of the ship. They're like, a ship was brought back in and had all the bodies drained of blood. So we, we cut back. Jerry Leto's back in his lab, and he's like kind of figuring out what the hell's going on with him. And his legs start to give out. Mm-hmm. And he starts to go back to the way he was until he breaks into, well, he goes into his little closet of his fake blood, which is white. Yeah. It all looks white for some reason. And he starts drinking it. And then he's like super strong again. I guess that's just so you know that it's synthetic and it's different than real blood. Yeah. He's throwing like a ball around the room, which I said like Jack Nicholson in The Shining. He's like just throwing it yeah. around and catching it. <laughs> and he starts doing... You know, experiments on himself like, oh, I'm super strong. I'm super fast. And he realizes he has like bat sonar. Yeah, which I thought this was weird because his ear turns into like the inside of a mushroom. Oh, yeah. A mushroom looks like. And I'm like, that's weird. It's not very good looking. Yeah. And his eyes, you said they look like they've got worms in them when he does this sonar. Yeah. I don't know what they were going for. Ooh, have you ever had like that tickle in your eye? Mm -hmm. I don't know. They're. There are ways that you can get worms in oh, yeah. my word. But sometimes when I get that tickle. I'm yeah, when I was, I took a science class in high school, uh, sophomore year, and he did tell us about worms and stuff like that, like worms in the eyes, mm -hmm. and that freaks me out. But he, he figures it out immediately how to use this sonar because he's like, okay, it's probably like a muscle, just flex. And it's like a, it's like him sucking in, and mm -hmm. he's like, and release. And it like goes out, and he can hear everything. He tosses the ball, and he just blindly tosses it, and then he can hear it, like, go back, and he just catches it automatically. Yeah, this just kind of goes with his super smartness. Like, he just can figure this all out on his own. Yeah. He's finding out that he needs blood every six hours, but the window is getting shorter and shorter every time. The fake blood is not working. Mm-hmm. So he locks himself into a room, and he's like, I wonder what's going to happen if I don't take blood. And... Cut to Matt Smith coming into his lab like, hey, what's going on? Hey, buddy, just coming here to visit. You said you had a cure, and yeah. I'm just real curious about it. Yeah, I know. And he sees Morbius like locked in, and he's like, does he have the vampire face? I can't remember. I think it flashes. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he's Maybe like... it's the part that it... He's like, Michael, what, what can I do to help? And he's like, B... And he spells it in blood. I don't know where he got this blood from. Where is he bleeding at? <laughs> I don't know. Is he having his period? <laughs> vampire period <laughs> but he's like b l o o d and matt smith's like blood does that spell blood so he gets him some of the fake blood and, and gets it to him and he's like give me like 30 minutes i gotta walk over there and get it yeah so he morbius turns back to normal and milo is like oh my god you're, you're so strong which i don't know how he knows he just I guess he sees, you know, that he looks normal. But him being like, you're so strong, just because he's got muscles. Mm. 
but he's begging him for the serum here. He's like, you promised me, like, come on, man. And Morbius, you think he would just tell him straight out. He would just be like, it's turned me into a vampire. I need to drink blood. I don't want to kill people. But he's kind of like dancing around it. He's like, it's a curse. Yeah, but just these are things you don't fuck around with. You no. just come out and you say the real stuff. You don't yeah. be like, no, you know, I'm just going to tippy tiptoe. It's a curse. Yes. Yeah, no, it's just tell him. Just outright tell him and be like, no, like it's worse than dying. Probably. I, Matt Smith is really begging him here and he's really giving it his all in the scene. And he's like, please, please. And Jared Leto turns into a vampire face and he's like, get out. Mm-hmm. And Matt Smith kind of just walks out. He's like, okay, bye. Yeah. Um, I think we see the cops again here because I have it in my notes that Tyrese is terrible. <laughs> he's just... He's, he's acting like he just doesn't care that he's in this movie, which I don't blame him. Yeah, they visit Dr. Martine when she's in the hospital. Yeah, he's just like, Dr. Martine, did you happen to see anything when you were there on the boat? And she's like, no. And they're like, okay, bye. Yeah, because I think I wrote it here. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, that's what this whole right. scene was. I don't want to have to be in this movie more than I need to. Bye. <laughs> but Al Madrigal is like, oh, we uh, we found fang marks on the bodies. I'm like, fang marks? How do you know what fang marks? Well, anyway. And she's like, I'm having trouble remembering. And then that, I mean, they just leave. I yeah. Mean, what detective or cop is just going to be like, okay. Tyrese, man, he acts like he's about to retire and he doesn't give a fuck anymore. He's like, well, I asked her if she knew something and she said no. So I'm out. And that's that. I'm, I'm done for the day. Clocking <laughs> out. So we see a nurse in this hospital at night walking down a hallway and... I don't know why, but the lights are flickering like it's an old house. Thank you. I'm like, are we in a fucking horror movie now? Yeah. Like, what is happening? Is there going to be a ghost? Well, that's what you said. You said somebody on Twitter or Instagram asked, like, what would we do to make this better? And make this an R-rated movie. Mm -hmm. Make it a horror movie. Like, I know Morbius at the end has to be the hero, but make it a horror movie. Like, make it scary. Yeah, when there's things on Twitter, because I usually comment and all that on on twitter and instagram i'll be like hey honey um somebody posted this on twitter what would you say oh (laughs) (laughs) and then i just type out what he says yeah (laughs) yeah you know blade came out in the 90s and i saw it probably a little too young i was not that old maybe like early like 10 or 11 i i don't remember exactly but I came out and I absolutely loved it, but it was scary. Like the vampires in that movie seemed scary to me. Mm-hmm. And you know, I don't think you see anybody drained of blood or getting their blood drunk in this movie. You, you kind of or drank whatever. Uh, you see Matt Smith attack some people, but it like you never see him feeding on people. Right, it doesn't hold. Yeah, you know, it just kind of pans away or goes to a different scene. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So make it scary, like. We're all adults here. I know you got to fucking try and pack in as many kids as you can, but no one's going to be like, oh, Jared Leto's in that new Morbius movie. Mm-hmm. Let's take the kids to go see it. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm Hopefully the parents are smarter than that. Yeah. So this nurse in this hallway, she runs to the end of the hallway and turns the lights on and is like, oh, thank God I made it. What's funny to this scene, though, is she looks down the hall and she sees like a creature jump on the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, I got to get to the end of the hallway. I'm like, book it. Like, if I saw something jump on the ceiling, like, all the way down the hallway yeah. from me, I'm getting the fuck out. I'm trying to gonna go somewhere where I know there's a weapon. <laughs> but she's like, got to get to the hallway. She turns the lights on and is like, oh, thank God I made it. And she gets attacked. 
Yeah, like, oh, vampires can't come in the light, right? Any kind of light. Well, I don't know if that's always true. I've always heard sunlight. I know. I was just... Oh. (laughs) I thought. (laughs) Well, Morbius is sitting next to the little girl's bedside, and his echo sonar thing, he hears, like, the cops are downstairs talking about this nurse that got killed, Mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, yeah, she was drained of blood, drained of blood, and he goes downstairs and sees, you know, that she's... I don't know if they show her, but yeah, it's... He sees it and he's kind of freaking out because does he think that he did it? She's like slumped over and I thought he did it. Yeah, they try to play with you for a minute, but I don't know. They don't ever make it seem like if he thought he did it. I I, I don't know. He's just kind of like, I got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, he goes to his lab. He, I don't know if we talked about it before, but he does get into that big vampire tube and stands with them later. They all fly around him and he's like, oh, I'm a vampire. I'm one with the bats. Like that Nicolas Cage movie, Jesus, I can't remember the name, but he's like, I'm a vampire. He's running. He really did that in the movie. He thinks he's becoming a vampire. He's like, Mm -hmm. but he runs down New York, like a street in New York, just screaming. He's like, I'm a vampire. (laughs) I'm a vampire. They don't give a shit. I'm a vampire. No, nobody did. Anybody in New York would be like, okay, fine. Yeah. You're You're a vampire. But yes, he gets in there and he's like, I'm a vampire. Oh my God. But. And he does hang upside down like a bat. He's jumping around the lab at one point, and he, like, grabs the bars, and he hangs upside down by his legs. But, yes, he gets the fuck out. He grabs a bunch of fake blood, puts it in his bag. I guess it doesn't need to be refrigerated. (laughs) Good point. Good point. I would think it would need to be. Yeah. Then it's just going to congeal. Yeah, he's like, no, I like my sodas warm, so I like my blood warm, too. But as he's leaving the building, he runs into Tyrese and Al Madrigal, and they're asking him questions, like, he's like, Oh, did you uh, know about this boat that Dr. Martin was on that was in uh, international waters? And... and he's like, nope. And and then the guy's like, okay. <laughs> no, <he's, laughs> the other guy's actually doing his job for once. I know. <laughs> yeah. Tyrese tries to leave. He's like, all right. Things like, no, 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 no. We're not done here. <laughs> Wait, we have a job. We're still on the clock. We got to really do our job here. Yeah. And he's like, oh, your Dr. Martin was on there. And he's like, he's like, now this person in your building is drained of blood, just like the people on the boat. And he's like, did you, did you do something to yourself, doctor? And Morbius is like, well, I think I would do just about anything to save a life. Hmm. And they try to handcuff him, and he throws him down and runs, and he jumps up. The, the He gets into, like, the main lobby or whatnot, and he, like, jumps up through the stairs, like, side to side, up to the roof. Mm-hmm. Which, this movie does slow-mo, and I think Venom did it too, because I remember seeing it in the trailers, where it's like him jumping, jumping slow-mo, you see him slowly jumping, and like bullets are flying by him. And isn't that like when the smoke and stuff is coming off too? Yeah. yeah. Every time he does that, it, it comes off of him, and what the really dumb part is he gets up to the roof, and he almost gets blown off the building by fake invisible wind. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> We're back in the happening! Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is happening here? That's all the happening is, which if you haven't listened to that episode. Yeah, we did that. Totally should. It was okay. I can't say it's my favorite. but It, it was, was bad. Good. Yeah, I it thought it was good. bad. But yes, I don't understand. He's like, he sees it in like this, these lines or this invisible force. Mm-hmm. He's like pushing him towards off the building and he's like holding on. He's like, no. Yeah, he no. got caught off guard. And Tyrese and Al Magical just, they arrest him and take him in to, to jail. And what I thought was so funny is when they cut to the jail, he's like already in an orange jumpsuit. Yeah. Like he's already been convicted and tried and he is just in prison right now. Yeah. Maybe um, 
New York, maybe they fucking get through their trials real quick. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like in five minutes. I didn't get arrested while there, so I wouldn't know. But <laughs> So basically what they're saying is they found an origami with the nurse. Or they found like an origami figure on the boat. And they've linked that to him that he likes to make origami. Oh, that's right. Because he gave a bat origami to um, Martine. Martine, yeah. I don't think that would hold up in court. They'd be like, your honor. Yeah. Clearly, everybody makes origami figures. Yeah. But Go fuck yourself. They're like, but your honor, we saw him. He turned into some kind of creature and jumped like 30 flights of stairs. And like, did you record it? Do you have any evidence for it? Was he on bath salts? Yeah, <laughs> right. Maybe cocaine? <laughs> cocaine? <laughs> so this is one of the worst lines in the movie here where Al Madrigal's like, what did you do to yourself, doctor? And Morbius goes, I'm hungry. You wouldn't like me when I'm hungry. Mm. An incredible Hulk line from the TV show. He said that all the time. Where he's like, I'm angry. I, he was like, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. I think it came up better when the Hulk did it. Yeah, why would they put that in there? It makes no fucking sense. Mm. Yeah, I didn't like that part. So he's in his little jail cell, and they're like, oh, your lawyer's here. And surprise, surprise, the lawyer is Milo, who looks amazing at this point. And I pointed it out to you. I was like, is no one going to say that he looks great? He just, he still has his little cane. I'm like, he's still limping. He's. I guess. But his eyes aren't sunken in. You know, they had like, his eyes were, he, yeah. he was pale. and They really did stuff to his face. Yeah. I think Jared Leto was like, don't fuck with my face. Yeah, I know. Well, Morbius tells Milo here, he's like, oh, I deserve to be locked up so I can't hurt anybody here. He's like, you know, this is a curse, blah, 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 blah. And as soon as Matt Smith sits down, the guard is like, your time's up. Your lawyer is up. Yeah. Like, well, Milo takes a pack of blood out and he's like, there you go. This is for you. And he he leaves. Mm-hmm. And Jared Leto notices that his cane is at the door of the jail cell. And it's a fucking usual suspects ripoff. Like reference, I guess. But at the spoiler alert for that movie, at the end of the movie, the guy who's been crippled and like telling the story of like what happened with this crime and everything He's walking, and it's like the end of Scary Movie. You remember that guy, Doofy? Yes. He starts walking perfectly. Yeah. That is a ripoff of Usual Suspects. But at the Usual Suspects, like he's got like his foot's kind of in mm-hmm. inside, but he slowly starts to walk better, and then you realize that he was the criminal mastermind. Same thing happens here. Milo, his leg straightens up as he walks, and he's like, oh, fine. And I that, didn't think it focused in too much on that, though. Really? I think you probably noticed it, but I didn't notice that. I was like, a usual suspects reference. But yeah, Milo, he's like, he's fine. You realize he took the blood and he's great. Mm-hmm. Or he took the serum and now he's a vampire, too. Which, yes, it's still referenced that he was limping and then he was walking fine. I just... Yeah. It, they could have done more with that scene. Because it was such a shocking moment. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, Lucian is now a vampire. But it, I was not that shocked. No. I mean, knowing kind of how these movies go, I'm like, well, he's got to fight a villain. So there he is. Yeah. I, I wasn't sure what the villain was going to be, but I thought maybe it would turn into Dr. Martine, honestly. But yeah. they've got to do something different with these movies because Sony and I mean, all these movies with comic books all kind of are the same where it's like. Oh, he got his power. Now he has to fight somebody that's exactly like him. Mm -hmm. Like Black Panther. You know, I love that movie, but he fights kind of another Black Panther type character. True. Um, Spider-Man's a little different. He fights characters that are different, you know, like the Vulture and Mm -hmm. Venom and stuff like that. But 
yeah, Black Panther is the only one that can come to mind. But in this, he fights like another vampire. Mm. Venom 2, from what I understand, he fights Carnage, which that is a really popular character, but it is kind of similar to who he is too. But Jared Leto drinks the blood. He breaks the wall of the jail cell and he gets out. He like jumps from building to building. And he can hear Matt Smith talking to like this newsie, like this guy at a newsstand. And he sees the newspaper, which is the Daily Bugle from Spider-Man. You know, that's where Spider-Man works. But he sees it and it's like, oh, vampire murderer. You know, Morbius is locked up. And I forget how Matt Smith says it, but he's like, oh, uh, yeah. And the, the news guy is like, yeah, that guy's a freak. And he's like, oh, do you think that I'm a freak? And he and says, um, uh, don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah, and then he attacks the dude. Mm-hmm. And Morbius can hear that, so he catches up with him. He drops down behind him, and he's all like, Oh, I can't let you do this. You know, we can't just kill and feed on people. Why did Milo let him out? I don't know. You think he would want to keep him there, but I think he wants to also like be with him, like be partners. There's a great part right here. I had to rewind it to show you, but Morbius grabs Milo and like flings him around. And when he does it, the movie, you can hear him be like, we shouldn't have to do this or whatever. But Jerry Leto's mouth does not move. Yes. You even rewound it and we watched it again. I'm like, oh my gosh. It's They call that ADR where they go back in and do additional dialogue recording. So I guess they wanted him to say that line, but they were like, well, put it in here and maybe no one will notice that his uh, mouth's not moving. No, because you see the back of his head. Yeah. And maybe they could have stretched that out a little bit. But if you, I mean, okay. So we're in a time where... You know, we have so much uh, technology and things that you can do. Yeah. Like when things like this happen, it does really bother me mm -hmm. because you can do better. Yes. Well, I think a lot of it's like money. Maybe they have people that didn't know what they were doing. Like possibly some maybe amateurs, which, you know, we have to start somewhere. And I, I respect that. But this, I mean, yeah, this was supposed to be a big movie, like it. it a big hit. I doubt that. Like, this movie was made, I think, in 2019 and got delayed because of COVID. Mm -hmm. So, like, it got delayed so many different times. Maybe they were just like, fuck it. Just, we need to finish it. Yeah, just dump it. Mm -hmm. And maybe, you know, we should also talk about the, the fake fandom for this movie. The memes, for some reason, to this movie came out was, it's Morbin time. <laughs> like, became a huge meme and stuff like that. And... Sony, the studio, saw that this movie was being talked about a lot on the internet, and they were like, oh, uh, you know, people are talking about it again. We should very definitely re-release it to get all these people now that are interested in it that weren't interested in it before. It's like me thinking we had a fan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so they re-released it in theaters, and it made like $280 per theater that it released in. Yeah. So they bombed. Somebody online said it bombed twice, once when it was released and the second time. That really breaks my heart like I just I feel so bad that they were just so hopeful and it was like oh it was all a joke yeah oh damn so they they start fighting and this is where they go to the the London tube not the subway <laughs> in New York and they fight and you know Matt Smith is all like oh we can do whatever we want now and these cops come in and Matt Smith quickly takes them all down and he starts dancing He's yeah. like, doot, 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 and he's all like, we've lived with death over our heads for the our whole lives. He's like, why shouldn't all these people feel the same way that we did? Which that same person that posted on Twitter saying, you know, how would you change this movie? Yeah. There was a comment saying that more dancing. 
yeah from, from um matt smith matt smith yeah. he's trying he is really trying he had some moves man yeah and he does the whole someone says that online that this is a reference to the lost boys but when morbius runs away matt smith's like I that's what Kiefer sutherland does throughout that whole movie to the main character michael but morbius is trying to get away he hears that a subway is coming and he can see that invisible wind again and he jumps into it and flies down the subway tunnel. Yeah, just jumps right in front of a, a subway train. Yeah. Just going full blast. And those things are fast. Yeah. They're super fast. And and this also seemed like the first time that he's ever done anything like this. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine him just being perfect at it. Yeah. I mean, it does kind of show where he's kind of like, woo, and then he gets it. But, I mean, that that's a big leap. Yeah. Big, big leap. But... Uh, we see Bartine, she's walking through London, supposedly New York, and she knows that she's being followed. I think we see Matt Smith at some point, like, watching her. Mm-hmm. But she runs through a bodega, and, like, it's Al Madrigal, the cop. Because the cop comes in, and he's like, hey, that lady that just ran through here, did you see her? And the guy's like, oh, sorry. Right. Didn't see anybody. So Martine gets on a bus, and Morbius is, like, right next to her. He's behind her. And this is where I noticed the newspaper she's looking at is the Daily Bugle. Where it says, like, vampire murderer again. And he's like, oh, Milo is going crazy. We need to we need to stop him, and I need your help. So now they're at a coffee shop, and yes, this is where he puts his hand in the sunlight. And he's like, oh, I'm not that kind of vampire. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was weird that they went to a busy yeah. coffee shop or diner, whatever it was. Um, he's on the front page. You know, Everywhere, yeah. This very popular <laughs> yeah. paper. Wouldn't somebody in there notice him? He wasn't, yeah. his face wasn't covered up. He was just, they were just sitting there like normal people. That's true. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. He's on the front page of the newspaper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He definitely would be noticed, but they're talking and he's all like, oh yeah, I need to figure this shit out with my, you know, with Milo and find a cure and save us both. And he overhears some guys at the counter of the coffee shop trying to pass off fake hundred dollar bills. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, I'll be right back. And he follows them. He, on his way there, he sees an EMTs and steals blood out of their, the fake blood out of their pack. I guess he's going to work on that. But he goes into this kind of like layer, this lab that they have where they've got like a bunch of machines and they're working on making fake hundred dollar bills. And he takes it over. He's like, oh, I need your lab. And this big dude tries to hit him and he like breaks. He's breaking – he's letting him know which fingers and bones that he's breaking in his mm-hmm. hand. He's like, oh, you have 20 some twenty some odd bones in your body. And he's like, that's one, that's two, that's three as he's breaking them. Yeah, there's there's a lot of bones in your hand. and But then when – after he breaks his hands and, and they're leaving, he's all like, oh, just take some ibuprofen and ice it for a few days. It'll be fine. Yeah, like for you, broken you bones. broke it. Well, the worst part of that is where he's like, he breaks a lot of bones and then he goes, oh, and then the always crazy, the always elusive stinky pinky. And he oh. breaks his pinky. I'm like, stinky pinky? Where's he putting where that pinky? Where's he putting that pinky at? But he tells all the guys, he was like, no, all of your equipment and stuff that you're using to make fake money, I can use that for some reason to make fake blood. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how. But he's like, leave that. Oh, and leave the bag of spicy Cheetos. <laughs> like i don't know because he needed a lab i get it yeah you know a doctor i don't think somebody that's doing counterfeit money is gonna have like your 
microscopes or, or whatever else no. you might need for the type of doctoring he's wanting to doctor. Like a, I forget what the machine is called, but a blood mixer, the thing that you, centrifuge, the thing you put in and it spins. Yeah. Like, are they making money with that thing? What the fuck are they doing? Like, no. it makes no sense for him to be like, yeah, this fake money outfit is perfect for my lab to cure my blood disease. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a scene where he go. the guy's like, who are you, man? And he goes, I'm Venom, which is like Venom, the character yeah, from the movie. but he's not, right? No. This is a, a deleted scene or an alternate scene, I guess, because in the trailer, he does the same thing. The guy's like, who are you? And he's like, I'm Venom. And he turns back and he's like, oh, I'm Dr. Michael Morbius. Just kidding. How are you? Hmm. I guess they were like, that sucks. Cut it. But we have to have him say Venom. We have to connect these universes somehow. Wow. I didn't like that either. Nah, it dumb. was confusing to me. Um, so we see Matt Smith now. He's like doing push-ups and shit in his apartment. He's dancing like a madman. Oh, yeah. Getting dressed. And the song, I didn't look it up what song it was, but it's all like, have sex. Have sex. Oh, well, you it, know. He's feeling sexy. I guess know. so. He's getting it. Uh, but I did say it would be funny if they were like the ba- the vampires and what we do in the shadows. Because Milo now goes to a bar and he's like drinking. But like if they tried to eat or drink something of human food, they just immediately like projectile vomit. <laughs> it's like, leave the spicy Cheetos. <laughs> that would be funny. And if Michael Morbius had to turn into a bat, he should yell it like Laszlo. Bat! <laughs> <laughs> and then start fluttering away yeah oh, i love that that show it's so funny i wish i love the pronunciations that laszlo in the show does matt berry mm-hmm. I, I, he's just like uh, i forget how he does it all but when he says new york city he's like you are the most devious man in new york city <laughs> he draws it out yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was one where he was like i was doing the disco he's like i was doing disco before any other fucker, <laughs> <laughs> fucker. and he says manhattan he's like Oh, I went to a party in Manhattan. <laughs> I just, I love that shit. But yes, Milo is, and it's New York City, so you think that, or I think they live on Staten Island, I think is where the vampires live. But you think that they would run into Nandor, Nadja, and Laszlo at some point. Exactly. And they could just be like, hey, fellow vampire, how's it going? He's like, so I've heard that you are now a vampire, so it's time for us to tell you what you need to do. And uh, come to, come to our um, club, our yeah. dance club. Nodges or whatever it's mm-hmm. called. It's like, so you, uh, like, it's just funny because they all don't know exactly what the world is now. Like, they're all old timey. So mm. he's, they're probably like, he's like, well, I turned myself into a vampire by mixing blood and doing science. And he'd be like, uh, science? Like, they Wait, don't get it. What? I was turned into a vampire by my darling Nadja here. <laughs> we had sexual intercourse. <laughs> uh, Matt Smith goes to a bar. He's hitting on this lady. And this dude, her boyfriend, I'm assuming, or something, gets pissed off. Matt Smith is getting ready to kill these guys. His hand, like, turns into a vampire hand or whatever. Yeah. And then he's all like, no, I'm leaving. I'm I'm good. See you later. But when these guys leave the bar later, you cut to, like, the top of a building, and Matt Smith's just sitting there, and he drops down on top of him. He's hunting. Yeah. Martine goes to the lab, and Milo is waiting for her there. He's like, oh, I need to know where Morbius is. And... She's like, oh, I don't know where he's at. And he can hear her heartbeat. is like jackhammering. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, if you ever know where he is, please let me know. And he just leaves. Uh, we get a quick scene of Tyrese and Al Madrigal going to Martine's apartment. They go through her litter box. They see it. And they're like, hmm, litter box. Where's the cat? And then we cut and we see that she has the cat with her now at this lab that 
Morbius is working out of. Yes, he tries to call the cat by shaking the litter box. Yeah, like the cat's like, ooh, I gotta take a shit now. What? <laughs> I mean, yes, when I'm cleaning the litter boxes, sometimes Barry or Cat, he'll come in and be like, oh, thanks for cleaning that. Yeah. I'm just gonna take a big shit while you're cleaning the, <laughs> uh, the second one. While you're watching. And I'm like, oh, dear. And we, I mean, eye contact and everything. I'm just looking at him. He doesn't give a care. He doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't give, like, in, uh, again, what we do in the shadows, he doesn't give a tinker's fig. <laughs> that yes, that. <laughs> so he, Morbius and Martine are talking. She asks him, how does it feel to run red? I'm like, okay. And he's like, oh, don't worry, I'm not going to go all Dracula on you. And she's like, oh, I found Dracula very romantic. And they kiss. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we see, like, from a distance, Matt Smith is, like, watching. It'd be funny if he had binoculars. Like those sons of bitches. But he's just standing. He sees him kiss. He's got super uh, sight or sight. whatever. He can see for miles and miles. Yeah. Well, uh, we also we cut to Tyrese and, and Al Madrigal. They have the um, the CCT footage of the bar fight. Mm -hmm. they, they're at the parking lot and they're like, oh, all these guys were drained of blood. You think it was Morbius? And they check the footage and they see that it was Matt Smith. And they do the whole, wait. Slow that. Back it Go up. Go back to that. Back it up. Back it up. Oh, slow it down. Oh my gosh. At least they didn't do CSI where it's like, clean this up and it comes becomes like a clearer image. Oh, all right. Yeah. Zoom in on that. <laughs> like, uh, I can't. <laughs> there's one show, I don't know if it was CSI or NCIS or what, but there's one, I, I saw it online where they find a killer in the reflection of somebody's eye in a video. They're like, wow. zoom into that. They zoom into it and they're like, reverse that image. <laughs> Like, enhance? Oh, my God, that's Michael Johnson. I don't enhance, know. Enhance? Enhance? <laughs> just print the damn thing. <laughs> but if anybody's asking, that technology does not exist. So they release this footage on the news. They're like, oh, here's footage from a CCT of these guys getting brutally murdered. Mm -hmm. And Jared Harris, who's been out of this movie for the last hour or whatever, sees Milo. And he's like, oh, my God, it's Milo. So what do you do? You go visit him. You go visit him. He's I like, mean, oh my god, he's a vampire. I gotta help him. Yeah. What's up, dude? Nothing's bad. Bad's gonna happen to me, cause we're buddies. Yeah. So he goes there, and they have this big dramatic moment where he's like, "What have you done to yourself?" And he's like, "We gotta help you." And he's like, "Here, take this fake blood." And he's all like, "Oh, I don't drink that stuff. It doesn't quite do it for me." Whatever. It devolves into Milo basically being like, "You've always favored Morbius, you know, over me." And he's like, "But dude, I've kept you alive. I was your fucking doctor." Yeah, they're like, "He's the dad," and and they were like, yeah, "Morbius is your favorite. You hate me." Yeah. No, exactly. Well, Matt Smith slashes Jared Harris, and he's like, "Tell Morbius I will kill as many people as I want." Mm-hmm. So we cut back to the lab where Morbius is, and he's making like these injectors. Poison. Like, yeah, he's like, "Oh, I, it's some special serum that is fatal to bats and humans." So when I see Matt Smith, I'm gonna inject him with it. And she's like, "But why did you make two? And he's like, "You know why." Would have been nice if they broke into that song. It's venomous poison. <laughs> yes. Running through your veins. Okay. Your poison running through my veins. You talking about Alice Cooper? Yeah, you know it. I knew exactly what that song was. Uh, but he tells Martine he's not going to drink human blood. He was like, according to my calculations, tomorrow will be the last day that it works. The fake blood will work. And I will not drink human blood again. So... 
Jared Leto, for some reason, goes to Milo's apartment and sees Jared Harris is dying. Uh, Jared Harris is like, you have to stop him. And he just dies immediately. Yeah. I think, didn't he say, I hung on long enough, say, you have to stop him? Or am I thinking a different movie? That sounds familiar, but Morbius is probably like, the fuck do you think I'm trying to do? Mm, yeah, right. I know. Like, oh, okay. You could have used your last words to tell me how much you love me or you're proud of me, but you're like, have to stop him. Yeah. <sighs> like, I thought I was your favorite. Speaking of vampires, it's like the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie where um, Pee Wee Herman, Paul Rubens dies in that and he just keeps dying like for the longest time. He like kicks the wall. He's I like, remember uh, that. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Be funny if he dies like that. If I was ever in a movie and I had to like die, I would want to stretch it out as long yeah. as possible. We're like, I'm going to be in this scene for about five minutes, so just hang on. Yeah. So Morbius hears through his echolocation, he hears uh, Matt Smith has Martine, and he's like, call out to Michael. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, I'm not going to do it. And he's like, call out to him, I swear to God. And he should know that that's good enough. He hears him already. Yeah, you don't have to swear to God. It's okay. Yeah. Which, again, if this was what we do in the shadows, they couldn't say that without burning. No. Swear to... mm, You know, that guy up there. The big man upstairs. Yes, one of my favorite jokes from the newest season of what we do in the shadows is when Colin Robinson is becoming a teenager, Laszlo's reading uh, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, which is a book about a girl (laughs) going through menstruation and stuff. But he has blacked out the word God on the book. (laughs) Because it'll burn him up. So Morbius flies. This is where you see the purple smoke coming off of him because of his jacket. Okay, so I did put a theory in here. And what I'm thinking is because the color didn't start changing until Milo came into the picture. So I think they changed Morbius to purple to distinguish between Milo and Morbius. Probably. When they're fighting because they kind of do this whole fight thing. Yeah, absolutely. And I heard somebody say that, like, in the comics, he's got a purple smoke trail or something. But, yes, yeah, that's that's a great point that they would have to distinguish because they're both, like, black smoke coming off of them. Like, who the fuck's who? Thank you. And they look they look the same, pretty much. Like, Matt Smith doesn't look as much of a vampire as Morbius does. Right. Just his face kind of changes a little bit. But Morbius, he looks like a, a bulldog. Like, his nose goes back. Yeah, they focus in on milo a lot more like his face yeah because i kind of noticed how like there was always on the like his left or right side and then like that part of your cheek is just like sunken in yeah his cheeks do that yeah. um that I, I thought they just did that more on milo than they did morbius yes but he comes in and he sees martine is dying and yeah this part i don't like either does he feed on her i don't think he does they kiss yes and she bites his lips, mm-hmm. so a drop of his blood gets into her mouth. How she knew to do that, because the whole thing was like, you take my blood, you know, don't make me dying for nothing. Yeah, she's like, make it mean something. Yeah, but then she bites his lip, which, I mean, I guess if you're into that, maybe that's what you want your last kiss to be. And then he was all like, Rawr. Yeah, it's like the new She-Hulk, you know? She got some of Hulk's blood in her because she had a cut after a car accident, and now she's a Hulk. But yeah, she bites him, and like this tiniest drip of blood goes in her mouth. The only thing I can think of is that she bit him to draw blood so it would have the the sense of blood. Maybe. The scent, not a sense. The scent of blood, and he goes crazy. Yeah. 
and he hears her heartbeat stop. It's like, boom, 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 boom. And he's like, no. And him and Milo start fighting. They, you know, it's a big gray fight of nothing. Like, you can't really tell what's going on. They slow mo every now and again to show them, like, in the middle of punches, like, yeah, I didn't care for the fight scene. They fall down into, like, this construction zone under the street. Um, Morbius catches himself with his legs, like he did in the lab, mm-hmm. upside down, and Matt Smith falls, and uh, Matt Smith is like, oh, you know, it's us against the world, we can be gods, and he's like, this isn't a curse, and Morbius calls all the bats in the tunnel, and they, he like uses it like a Kamehameha, like in uh, Dragon Ball Z, where he shoots just a bunch of bats at him like an energy beam, yeah, and it knocks Milo back, and and then Jared Leto just injects him with the serum, and he's like, you you can't kill me. He's like, you gave me my name. We're best friends. Yeah, and then he goes, I'm sorry, Lucian. He calls him Lucian, which, to me, that made me laugh, because I was thinking about the whole movie, he's probably like, motherfucker, my name is not Milo. <laughs> Call me fucking Lucian, asshole. And he just won't do it. He's like, no, you're Milo. <laughs> and then at the end, he's like, Goodbye, Lucian. And he's like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to die and kill you yeah. somehow. And then the second uh, serum thing that Morbius made for himself just never comes back into play. No, He I just mean, leaves it. He can't kill himself. <laughs> he's like, we've got sequels. No, you don't. Um, so Tyrese and the cops show up at this hole where they fell through the ground to get into the underground construction site. And then all these bats fly out and Morbius is in the middle of them. Mm-hmm. He's flying and then it shows Martine on the rooftop and she opens her eyes and then like red eyes. Ooh. She's a vampire. Oh my gosh. And then it just ends with him flying in the air with all these bats. Yep. Just ends. And you're like, what had happened? Like, yeah. Yeah. He still, he says he's got to drink blood by the next day. Otherwise he's going to, you know, drink human blood. Yeah. I hate, I hate endings like this. And he's like, what about the cops? You know, the cops were after him for murder. Is he still just on the run? It doesn't make sense. So we get these, what they call stinger scenes in the business now. Mm -hmm. After credit scenes. The first one is we're at a jail. It shows the big crack in the sky that happened at the end of Spider-Man, like the big purple crack, Mm -hmm. which looks like the crack from the Futurama episode, um, the Futurama movie, at the end of it, they fuck the universe up so much that there's like this gigantic crack in the sky. It's like this purple. It's also like that show that we're watching. Um, the one um, where they're robot. The robots are taking over the world. They have their own little place where people, where humans can go and shoot them and kill them. And... Oh, Westworld? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of Westworld. Yeah. So we're in this jail cell and Michael Keaton just appears in this jail cell and he's like hmm well this is crazy and then we get like a little news thing where it's like oh this guy's name is adrian tombs we have no idea why he was in this jail cell he wasn't supposed to be there so they're letting him out yes we're just gonna let him free because yeah. we just don't know how he got there he's wearing a prison uniform you think that he would deserve to be there but mm-hmm. i guess if they don't have him on the roster they gotta let him go so then more credits and then we get this last scene where morbius is driving in his car he stops and he sees the vulture, which is just CGI. This isn't a real character. But the vulture, first point, how did the vulture get all of his his gear here? He just appeared. So how did he build it? Mm. And 
basically he comes up to Morbius and he's like, hey, uh, I'm still figuring out this universe. I think I have, I think this has something to do with Spider-Man. And he's like, but you know, we could do some good if we teamed up together. And Morbius just goes, intriguing. And then cut. So that is setting up the Sinister Six, which is just a bunch, a team of villains that get together. Spider-Man villains that get together. Um, they've been trying to get this movie going forever in the last well, not the last, but the Spider-Man before Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man movies. They started setting it up at the end of the second one, but that movie did so bad that no one wanted a third, so they didn't go forward with it. So Sony has a real hard-on to get these movies going. They're like, we want the Sinister Six. Wow. We want to make it like the Suicide Squad. Not the first one, the second one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't. there's a lot of questions there, and I really hate that the movie sucked and there's probably not going to be a sequel. So we don't yeah. know what's going to happen to Dr. Martine. I mean, it's just, I guess we're just going to have to think of our own ending. And I'm thinking Dr. Martine is going to be the good guy. And then Morbius is going to turn into the bad guy and she's going to have to fight him. I don't know. I think if, if I had to guess just on how movies go these days, I would have to say that they would probably team up. She would be his sidekick or whatever, or they would be a team together, mm. and there would be some other villain. But we're never probably going to ever see that again, because um, I did tell you on Twitter, Jared Leto did post a video where he was reading a script, and it said, Morbius 2, it's Morbin time. <laughs> and people were like, oh, well, people were like, you know how you always have like a joke with your friends, and it's so funny, and then when your parents start making the joke, it's not anymore? Mm-hmm. They're like, that's what it is with Jared Leto being like, it's Morbin time. Oh, boy. They're like, this has gone too far. It's dead. Yeah. I mean, it's cool that you want to own that, and you want to try to to build on that, yeah. but um, when it's about you personally, I don't know. I, I just... You have to be the right person. Yeah. He's, he's not the right person. No. People don't like him. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't like his acting. And anyway, yeah, they, you know, there probably will never be a sequel. I don't know. And this is what Sony does. They're like, we make a Venom movie with no Spider-Man. And people are like, what, what? Mm-hmm. We're making a Morbius movie. And like, why Morbius? Like, you know, Morbius is no Captain America or Iron Man. Or even Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, why make a solo Morbius movie? And Marvel, you know, not Sony, but Marvel, they do that too. I guess they're kind of trying to branch out and bring everybody together. But there's like this rapper or musician. His his stage name is Bad Bunny. And he's playing a character called El Muerto. Hmm. And people are like, no one asked for this. Like, no one knows who he is and no one's asking. I just remember the reaction being very lukewarm. Hmm. So, yeah. You know, no one will ever want a sequel to this movie. Blade is happening, you know, at the end of Eternals. Blade's voice comes out when uh, Jon Snow, you remember at the end of the Eternals, Jon Snow from Game of Thrones, like, tries to touch that sword. Mm -hmm. And you hear a voice off screen be like, are you sure you're ready to do that? That's Blade. They are making a Blade movie. And um, we'll see. We'll see if they bring in Morbius again or try to do it. But, uh... That is something they did once. The Blade movie with Wesley Snipes in the 90s, there is an alternate ending where he meets Morbius. It's just this dude with his face kind of covered up. I think he's wearing sunglasses, but he's like, oh, I'm a vampire, but I'm not like them. I, you know, mm. and, you know, it just, anyway, that can be found, I think, online. I saw it and they cut it out of the original movie. Yeah. And I don't like that he can change between a bat, like a vampire and 
than his human form. Yeah. It's just like it seems like he can control it, but he can't. And I don't know. I don't know. I just I thought the movie was okay, but now that we kind of talk about it and learn more about yeah. Marvel and all the different universes, it is kind of stupid. Yes. Yeah. And they never explain that either of how he can just transform, you know, oh, he's a vampire at night. Mm. Nope. Nope. Just whenever. It, just it's just whenever he wants. Spontaneous combustion of yeah. vampirism. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> um, I did not like this movie. So, you know, I'm glad we did it for the podcast. But if we didn't have this, I probably would never have wanted to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. But we really appreciate you guys listening. Um, and if you like us, we would appreciate that you put a review. There are several different platforms that you can review on. Um, and share with a friend and watch or listen to our other episodes. And also, we are super excited for October. Yes. Yeah, we're moving into October next. Because we love horror movies. Yeah, we're we're going to try. Shelly is in school right now, but we're going to try and do a month of them. Yeah. We're, Don't hold me to that. I know, because I have midterms and shit. And midterms usually aren't too bad, but finals are the, the worst. But... Yeah, I'm just excited to watch a bunch of horror movies and yes. talk about it because that's what I watched a lot as a as a child. Yeah, probably shouldn't have, but it's it, it really made me love the horror movies. I don't know why, but there's a very comforting memory to me of I remember a couple of Halloweens when I got older as like a teenager, just kind of staying in and like watching yeah, right watching horror movies like. The AMC back in the day, they used to just air all the Halloween movies back to back and just kind of have them on. And I don't know why, but there was something comforting to that. It was like, this is the time to have marathons. Yeah. You know, like, it's just great. And if you do follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and you see, like, everybody that follows us or that we're following, a lot of them are horror movie podcasts or yeah. horror movie fans because that's just what i'm drawn to yes <laughs> and, and once you start drawing you know more of that in then more people see it and then we get more and more horror people and i just love it um so i welcome all of that and if you're not friends with us on twitter or instagram head on over yeah join join in on, on the fun yes yeah so next week we will be kicking off october with you would think it would be scary movie, but it also is kind of goes back to our childhood favorite movies month with your pick, The Night of the Demons. Mm -hmm. You used to watch this as a kid? I did. I absolutely love it. Now, watching it again, I don't think I'm going to like it. Oh, yeah. But I loved it as as a child, and which is odd to say because there's a lot of sex in it. There's yeah. a lot of nudity. There's a lot of weird shit going on in this. Yes. Um, But it didn't fuck me up too bad. There were other yeah. things, but anyway, when it's it's a perfect '80s horror movie, you know, yeah. like just those movies where it's like, yeah, it's bad, but in you know the budget wasn't great, but it's like people are getting killed, you know, you're wondering what's gonna happen. Yeah, and like Puppet Master. How I googled this movie because we did watch it when we first got together. You showed it to me. Oh, that's right. Um, but we were trying to think of it again. You were like, "What was that movie again?" And I was, I googled cigarette and boob. <laughs> no, it's lipstick. Lipstick. I live lipstick in boob, and we'll cover that next week. But that's how I found out the name of the movie again a long time ago. <laughs> because that's like the only scene I can. I'm like, okay, sex, and then lipstick in a in a boob, and okay, yeah. So we're super excited now. 
Uh, We may have a celebrity spotlight mixed in somewhere in October, or we may skip it completely so we can put more horror movies in it. Yeah. And I'm also saying that because I'm just not sure where I want to go with Rue McClanahan. So you as a listener, if you if you would like to comment or send a message, we are at uh, thefilmobsessedcouple at gmail.com. Would you like to know more about her sex life or her movie life? I don't know. I got both. So. All right. Well, until next time, we will be in October for Halloween and scary movies. We'll see you then. Ooh.